What's up everybody and welcome to another episode of Wrestling with Jonners. This is episode 33 and uh, we're going to be talking about a number of subjects today. Um, as per usual, at this time of the week we normally talk about this week's episode of NXT and NXT UK, which we'll get onto a lot of really uh, good stuff on this week's episode of those two shows. Can't wait to get stuck into those fairly soon. Um, a number of topics I want to talk about, a little bit about WrestleMania, a little bit about the TakeOver New York card, and a few things we'll get into very, very shortly. I uh, just want to throw out a little bit of a plug for myself there. As per usual, um, you can get in touch with the show. You can email the show. Give us your feedback about the show. Give us your feedback about certain episodes, uh, things you'd like to see uh, more of um, or less of on uh, future episodes of Wrestling with Johnners. Just email wrestlingwithjohnners at gmail.com. Uh, you can reach out to us on Twitter. You can have a look at all the all the fun and games there on uh, our Twitter profile, and it's simply at with Johnners underscore pod. We've got an Instagram page. Go onto your Instagram and look for Wrestling with Johnners. It's Instagram.com forward slash Wrestling with Johnners. You can't go wrong with that. Um, I tend to update um, my Twitter and my Instagram page on a daily basis, multiple times per day sometimes. And then uh, probably the, the group I really want to shout out about more than anything, um, a group I'm really looking to build to play please you know um, interact with us on our facebook page go on to facebook search wrestling with Johnners and uh, kind of ask to be part of that group uh, usually lots of uh, kind of up to date news um, kind of opinions on things that are happening in the wrestling world uh, lots of kind of banter and some you know fun stuff um, it is a fun interactive facebook group as you would expect but uh, really trying to kind of push that I talk more about uh, uh, my social media pages and my um, podcast uh, pages uh, where you can hear the podcast a little bit later on, besides where you're listening to it now, of course. Uh, but there are many, many ways which you can listen to the Wrestling with Jonas podcast. So, hope you've all had a, a good week. Um, yes, the spring has definitely sprung. The weather's nice, the sky's blue. Don't forget to uh, put your, your clocks forward um, in the early hours of Sunday morning this week. You, you do lose an hour, unfortunately, if you're living in the UK. Always strange to us in the UK, let alone if you li listen to this podcast in any other part of the world. Um, but yes, yeah, spring forward, you do lose an hour. Uh, this coming Sunday morning. Uh, don't forget to put your clocks forward an hour. And it's also Mother's Day in the UK uh, this coming Sunday. So I hope you've all got your mother a nice box of chocolates or a card or something nice there. Um, but uh, yeah, looking at WrestleMania. So at the time of recording this, we are one week away from uh, NXT TakeOver New York. That That is kind of the show that a lot of people are really looking forward to. And that's the show that a lot of people um, kind of have uh, penciled in as, as being their kind of highlights of the WrestleMania week. And of course, there's going to be many highlights. Um, I myself, I'm... I'm, I'm I did mention on last week's episode of Wrestling with Johnners that um, I wasn't quite there in the excitement level uh, with regards to WrestleMania at the moment. I'm certainly getting there. Um, and I think uh, week by week... Uh, my excitement level is, is, is increasing, it is improving. Um, yeah, and I think that this last uh, week's worth of uh, WWE TV, SmackDown and Raw were okay, built a few more storylines, um, gave us a few more matches for the WrestleMania lineup. Uh, I'm not going to go into the card in any great depth um, here and now, I'm going to save it to next week's 
uh, next week's Wrestling with Jonners, which is kind of my, my go-home edition where I'll be talking uh, not just about NXT and NXT UK from next week, but also be talking uh, a bit more in-depth about the TakeOver card and the WrestleMania card and my predictions uh, with many of those matches. Um, but what I do want to touch on is some of the, the many missing names that aren't on the card so far, and many names that you that, that have kind of really taken me aback, to be honest with you, and I know it's taken uh, many of the, the listeners um, and, and people that interact interact with online are back as well let's have a look at some of these missing names um and i don't know with only another week's worth of tv time where they've got so many uh kind of loose ends to storylines for matches that have already been announced to kind of play out on the go home episodes of raw and smackdown i think it's too late to kind of get many of these involved in matches of their own on the wrestlemania card and if they were kind of introduced within a match at such a late stage, they're probably only going to end up on the kickoff show. Um, but um, many of these, to be honest with you, are probably just fall by the wayside on the Andre the Giant Battle uh, Royal, uh, which may end up on the kickoff show, uh, like uh, certainly like last year. But uh, the Raw Tag Team Champions, the Revival. Uh, where where are they? I mean, they they've lost uh, pretty much every match they've been in since winning the titles uh, a month or so back. They've been in a bit of a feud with Alistair Black and Ricochet on Raw, and um, have, have has lost a few uh, matches there. Uh, they're in a, a very good match at Fastlane, if I'm not mistaken. And that was a, a kind of a three-team match for the Raw Tag Team Championships, uh, pitting the Revival against Black and Ricochet versus uh, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. And that was a very good match, and they, they did end up winning that match, but I think a lot of their TV matches have actually um, ended up on the losing side. So, yeah, the Revival uh, haven't been announced yet. Now, that you know, looking at their rivalry uh, with Black and Ricochet on Monday Night Raw, you would half expect them to be in a match with um, the Revival uh, versus Black and Ricochet on the Mania card. Now, with the WWE pushing Black and, and Ricochet, you would expect them to be contenders to uh, the Revival's uh, titles, to the Revival's championships. Um but no mention of a match yet. Now, Black and Ricochet, as we'll talk a bit more about later on, um, spoiler alert here, um, but are going on to face uh, the War Raiders at NXT TakeOver New York for the WWE, for the NXT Tag uh, Championships, of course. Um, so, you know, it, it might be stretching it a bit to expect them to be in a, a Raw Tag Championship match against the Revival the night after. Um, but but still, it's a, it's a possibility. It hasn't been announced yet. But uh, I half expect the revival Raw Tag Team Champions to be uh, not defending their championships at WrestleMania and possibly being a a fixture in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Then you've got um, another tag team champions, the SmackDown tag team champions. Now, unless I've missed something, um, I've not noticed them. Uh, they haven't been announced for a match to defend their SmackDown tag team championships yet. And now I did see a graphic out there where they might have been facing the Hardy Boys, um, the Hardys. Now, I, I, I haven't seen anything official. I've scouted through the WWE uh, web page, um, website, and I, I, I can't see an official announcement for the, the Usos defending their championships against the Hardys. Now, in my opinion, they've probably got a better chance of um, having their own match to defend the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, possibly against the Hardys or whomever, uh, than the Revival have. <clears throat> 
but um, nothing official about who the Usos are going to be facing. And then I've just mentioned uh, Matt and Jeff Hardy. Jeff has been a fairly prominent player in you know some some high profile matches. He was in the Elimination Chamber match in February for the WWE Championship. Uh, he went out fairly early on in that match, but still he's been you know reasonably prominent in in some rivalries and some matches. And now that Matt Hardy is back on the scene, looking as fit and as 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 good as ever, um, certainly in in the pictures that I've seen him in, um, I've only I think he's only been on TV once or twice since his official return. Um, but no mention of them so far. And of course, Matt Hardy won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal last year. And if you look at previous champions, uh, I think they've only had about four or five of these Andre the Giant Battle Royals. But back in 2014, WrestleMania 30, you had um, you had Cesaro, who was the first ever champion, and that was that was you know one of the highlights of um, a show packed full of highlights. Certainly for the for the you know pure wrestling fans, um, somebody like Antonio Cesaro as he was known back then, Cesaro nowadays uh, more uh, a prominent player on the tag team ranks, teaming with uh, Sheamus of course as part of the bar. But um, yeah, and then and then the following year, uh, let's have a think. I think it was the the big show that won it the following year. Then Baron Corbin, then Mojo Rawley. Then Matt Hardy, so you know some some big names there. Certainly, the Big Show is is a big name, but obviously he's at the very tail end of his career now. But it wasn't really used as a kind of a launching pad for any of these wrestlers. In fact, when Mojo Rawley won it, you barely saw him after that. We've not seen him since. He's popped up in one or two kind of um, backstage uh, moody vignettes interviews, promos, whatever you want to call it. Um, but uh, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle hasn't really done much uh, for individuals like that. And you would have thought it would have been um, you know, a good base for launching broken, woken Matt Hardy after last year's Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Raw, but once again, it didn't really appear to be the launching pad that we were hoping uh, from him, although he'd already had the, the kind of the, the woken gimmick since about October, November the previous year. Um, and even after six months or so of, of portraying that gimmick on TV and then winning the Battle Royal in New Orleans last year, they still haven't, still didn't do anything with him, to be honest with you. Uh, it's almost as if Vince McMahon were, was high on the gimmick one minute and then uh, completely bored with it the next. Then look at Kevin Owens. He's just returned from, uh, from surgery. I think he had surgery on one, if not both, of his knees, but uh, made a uh, a good recovery, a quick recovery, came back a lot sooner than we was expecting. There was some really hot rumours out there that he was going to be uh, the, the the challenger, the number one contender, built into a storyline with uh, Daniel Bryan for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania, and um, Mustafa Ali uh, was injured, out injured with, with a concuss- concussion, as we know. Kofi Kingston was, was was kind of brought in. He did really well in that gauntlet match on SmackDown just before uh, the Elimination Chamber to earn himself a spot in the Elimination Chamber. Uh, was down to the final two with Daniel Bryan in the Elimination Chamber, the, the pay-per-view that took place uh, last month in February. And that was an outstanding Elimination Chamber, one of the better ones I've seen in recent years. And uh, that final 10 or 15 minutes with Kofi and Daniel Bryan was outstanding. Uh, Kofi, we'll, we'll get on to a bit later. Um because he he's certainly you know one of the more interesting characters and one of the more interesting storyline developments over the last well several years to be honest with you um but the last few months has definitely been Kofi's uh 
time to shine and, and you know the spotlight is definitely on Kofi um, Kofi Mania um, is just around the corner of course but going back to Kevin Owens um, he was brought back by Vince McMahon uh, to replace uh, Ke- uh, Kofi Kingston in the main event against Daniel Bryan at Fastlane, which took place uh, this month in March. And then, of course, during the match, Mustafa Ali uh, came back to kind of complete that match as a bit of a surprise uh, entrant to make it a third way for that uh, WWE Championship main event at Fastlane. But we've not seen or heard much from Kevin Owens since. Uh, I think he's he's revived his his kind of talk show gimmick on SmackDown, um, and I think uh, The Miz and Shane McMahon were on that more recently. But, um, you know, it, it looks like whatever they had originally planned for Kevin Owens, whether it be for the WWE Championship against Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania, or whether it was planned all along to have him return at Fastlane, that certainly dropped off, and um, it, it looks like Kevin Owens, who was quite a prominent player, has been a prominent player in previous WrestleMania, certainly um, last year, he teamed up with uh, Sami Zayn to take on Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan in Daniel Bryan's return match, uh, which was, uh, it was, it was an okay match, considering it was Daniel Bryan's first match back, and it had Shane McMahon in it. I think uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn um, did as well as could be expected under the circumstances and we haven't really seen much from Sami Zayn since then he's been out with an injury of course um, but uh, yeah where does that leave Kevin Owen um, Kevin Owens you know Andre the Giant Battle Royal um, uh, you know bound for him as well by the looks of it then you've got Mustafa Ali or as um, as he needs to be referred to now is just Ali I can't understand why for the love of God he's had his first name removed I know that it seems to be par for the course now whenever you get brought up into the main roster it happened with Cesaro uh, it happened with uh, Biggie it's happened to uh, Rusev and so many others um, I could kind of write a, a list as long as your arm but as far as people that uh, have had their name changed God knows what they're going to do with you know the Alistair Blacks of this world and will it just be Alistair going forward and, and things like that but yes uh, Ali Mustafa Ali I'm going to continue calling him Mustafa Ali um, you know there's nothing wrong with the name at all I think he's definitely a fantastic role model for all um, kind of young aspiring wrestlers and he sets out a, a really good uh, influence and like I say he's a great role model um, to, uh, to, to, to to Muslims to people of his faith and so often we've seen it so many times in the past where you know people of uh, Mustafa Ali's faith have always been portrayed as the bad guy um, and uh, more of a, a kind of you know uh, a terrorist Muslim sort of gimmick and I, I hate to go down that road because I think it's just awful from the beginning you know the things that WWE have, have done to um, you know gimmicks like that in the past which really hasn't done the the individual or the company any favours when they've done that but now they've got a positive role model in Mustafa Ali and uh, they're getting rid of his first name which I can't make any sense of but then you know going back to Mustafa Ali you look at the beginning of the year um, he was being pushed in a main event feud with Daniel Bryan he was getting over in matches against Daniel Bryan in in matches involving Randy Orton Daniel Bryan um, and himself of course and actually pinning the champion 
uh, Daniel Bryan on a, a couple of occasions, which we thought what was leading him up to, you know, a decent feud heading into Elimination Chamber. We know what happened there when he suffered his concussion and was out for a number of weeks. And we honestly thought that from Elimination Chamber, he was going to be the number one contender heading into WrestleMania. And, um, you know, obviously he got sidelined with his concussion. He came back to be part of the main event at Fastlane, which, you know, was possibly done as a, a little bit of a, a thank you for, you know, his main event push being, uh, his championship push being taken away from him, but then it was kind of brought back uh, for some strange reason. But then that was obviously something to uh, to kind of appease um, Daniel Bryan and maybe Mustafa Ali at the time. Um, but they haven't done anything with Ali since, and it looks like he could be another wrestler that could be, you know, just relegated to the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Now I say relegated. Because if it has got these names in it, it's going to be, you know, um, you know, you would think a fairly, that it would have a, a fairly star-studded lineup, considering many of the names that I've mentioned and, and some of the names that I, um, you know, will be bringing up very soon. But there's a, there's a chance that um, it could be on the on the main card um, because you've only got to look at the the involvement of, you know, the Saturday Night Live um, individuals, Colin Jost. Um, and Michael Che, um, who have got this kind of like mini feud going with Braun Strowman uh, that's played out the last couple of weeks of Monday Night Raw. So with their involvement, it, it probably gives it a little bit of a boost and a little bit of more of a chance of it being on the, on the main card. And then, of course, you've got Braun Strowman. Um, now, what happened to, to his big push? Now, um, a couple of years back, he was in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. That was his first proper WrestleMania. You could say that he was, um, you know, part of the lineup of WrestleMania 32. And in fact, he was kind of part of the Wyatt family back then when uh, The Rock got involved and had that world's quickest WrestleMania match with Eric Rowan. And uh, Braun Strowman was there as the kind of the, the the big guy as part of the Wyatt family with the, the black sheep mask, you may remember. And then WrestleMania 33 was in the Battle Royal. WrestleMania 34, where he was red hot and really deserved something better than what he got. But he was in um, the, the, the tag title match for the Raw Tag Team Championships up against the bar. Um, and of course, he chooses... Um, that ten-year-old 10 year kid out of the crowd um, to be his tag team partner. So essentially, he, he beat 